1: Alrighty, righty, welcome to it, it is uh, John Scholes here along with Alex Luciferro doing all the heavy lifting as he does on Mondays. You have questions about employment law, vaccine mandates, going back to work, hybrid situation, severance, uh, constructive dismissal, temporary layoff, contractor, not contractor, doesn't matter, bring it on. You got a half hour to get it out of you. We do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights from here, uh, 6.30 till 7 o'clock all week. So you got lots of time, but take advantage of Alex here tonight. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. And the website you can always refer to, free, anonymous, free of charge, totally, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Going to get into COVID-19 workplace red flags, some phone calls, hopefully a couple emails if we got some time over the next half hour. Alex, but the uh, the case of the day, what do you got, brother?
2: Hey, Johnny. Thanks very much. Great to be here, as always. We did it, John. Monday is in the books. We're <laughs> well and truly into the work week now. And uh, as you were mentioning, even better than that, we're back for another edition of the Employment Law Show uh, tackling our favorite subjects of course workplace rights severance really everything under the sun when it has to do with your work with employment law we're here to take your questions take your calls we're live on the air for the next half an hour until about 6 30 so feel free to give us a call and get your employment law questions answered it's been a busy busy couple of weeks here john i mean it's not just people that are uh, that are getting let go from their jobs that are calling us uh people call us about all sorts of workplace situations wanting to know if what their employer is doing is legal what they can do about it what options they have they want to strategize about how they're going to deal with their employer and listen that's obviously an excellent thing john i mean as you know we encourage people to contact us we encourage people to seek out that help seek out that information of course the more information the more knowledge you have as an employee as we always say the more protected the more prepared you're going to be to deal with your workplace Uh, situations. And so, again, don't be shy. Don't be bashful. Give us a call. You have options as an employee. Uh, You want to make sure that you're getting that employment law uh, advice. Let's talk and figure out your situation. Very quickly, uh, John, case of the day, I spoke to a very nice lady just earlier today, this morning, uh, was a director in her employment, a young woman. She was, I think, 38, 39 years old. She had been with the company for just about a year and a half and was let go In the organization. It was just a restructuring, nothing serious, nothing major going on, no problems with her performance. She uh, was just let go because the company was deciding to go in a different direction. And she gets offered, John, two weeks of pay. Hmm. Two weeks of pay as a one and a half year employee. She was in a director level position, senior, senior executive uh, position within the company, and gets offered a measly two weeks of pay. And what does the employer say? The employer says, Well, that's what we owe you under your contract. When you signed an employment contract with the company, you signed the document uh, when you started off saying that all you were going to get were your minimum severance entitlements and that's all we ever owe you. And that's simply not true, uh, uh, John. If you are out there as an employee and you've just been let go and your employer is pointing to an employment contract telling you that you're not owed any more severance, do not take their word for it. There is a very, very good chance, and I would say, you know, 90 plus percent chance Uh, John, that the employment contract that you signed as an employee doesn't limit your severance entitlements. Uh, And so this employee was in exactly that situation. The employer tried to tell her that the employment contract limits her severance, when in fact, it doesn't. Even as a one and a half year employee, even as someone in their late 30s, because she was in a director level position John, she is going to be looking at a four month severance package, not four weeks, John. I want to be clear to our listeners out there, four months as a severance package based on her age, position and years of service. And despite the fact that she's a short term uh, employee. And so this employer has another thing coming to them. They tried to pull a fast one and say that their contract limits this lady's severance entitlements when that's absolutely not true. Uh, Again, the lesson here is don't take your employer's word for it. If you've been let go and offered a severance package, make sure you speak with an employment lawyer, even if there is a contract at play that tries to limit your severance entitlements. That is oftentimes, and I would say the majority of the times, it's not going to be correct. There are ways around these kinds of contracts, and employees still going to be owed their full severance entitlements despite that.
1: Questions off air. By the way, for Alex and his team, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Devin, thank you uh, so much for standing by for uh, for a moment. How are you? What's your question?
3: Uh, just um, curious as to what we can do if we would be um, in position for a wrongful dismissal. Basically, three of us work in a shop. Two guys were looking at opening their own shop. The other night after work, I decided I went over there to see where um, the location that they were looking at leasing was. The boss I worked for happened to come by. The next day, all three of us got fired. No notice, no nothing, just end of the day, you guys are getting let go, conflict of interest.
2: Yeah, so this is a situation, Devin, where uh, you are going to be owed severance as employees. We'd you know, maybe need to get into the details of kind of uh, how much planning was happening with respect to their own shop and whether that's actually kind of truly competitive or not. It certainly doesn't sound like it from your point of view. I mean, if you were just going over there Uh, to visit. I mean, that that sounds pretty darn harmless. And so, listen, you're right. I think that's a wrongful dismissal. Although, to be clear, Devin, when we're talking about wrongful dismissal, what we're really saying is that you haven't been offered any severance or Mm -hmm. the correct amount of severance. So an employer can always let an employee go. So you can't necessarily fight the decision that your employer took to let you go. What you should be fighting for Is severance now, Devin, Very quickly, if if you'll uh, uh, if you'll allow it, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Twenty-five. And how long were you with this employer? Uh, Just over two years. Okay. Okay. And your position with the company? Uh, Apprentice technician. Okay. So it was a technical kind of technical role. What's 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 the actual job function? Yeah, got the, the it. The got it. Though, okay. Yeah. So, listen. Based on your age, you're 25. You're obviously quite uh, young, and you're kind of a couple of years of service in your position. You're probably looking at three or four months as a as a severance uh, package. What I'd suggest, Devin, mm-hmm. is let's have a chat off air. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's uh, figure out a game plan moving forward. Uh, you're certainly going to be owed something here, but it definitely requires a more in depth conversation so John I'll give you the number give us a call off air we can have a chat figure out what your options are and what the best option for you is and we'll take it from there
1: Devin gonna let you go appreciate the uh, the phone call and the information yeah here's that number one 855 821 and uh, you can email as well help at employmentlawyer.ca gonna work on down the line here to uh to Richard hi Richard what's uh what's your question
4: uh thank you very much for uh, for taking the call um, I'm, I'm calling my my daughter. Uh, who's 29. Was uh, had been working for a as a hairstylist for a, a small upscale salon for uh, about four years, and uh, she got uh, released. Uh, uh, she has a letter from them stating that it is without cause, but they have offered her um, two weeks uh, severance and a third week if she signs. Um, you know the agreement. Uh, I, I advised her because I listen to your show all the time not to sign, and she hasn't signed. Uh, but I was wondering, are tips and commission uh, considered part of severance? Because she, uh, above her, she worked about 30 hours a week consistently for the last two years, uh, but above and beyond her hourly rate, she uh, pulled in anywhere from 150 to 170, 80 dollars a week in in, in tips. And uh, I know this is a small salon. I don't think the owner is going to cooperate. So I wonder how we move forward.
2: Yeah, that's an excellent uh, question, uh, Richard. And your daughter should be uh, glad that you asked on her behalf. And the answer is yes, absolutely. Those tips and commissions should be counting towards her severance entitlements. When we're talking about the calculation of severance, we should be including All components of an employee's compensation package. So it's her base salary, it's her tips, it's her commissions. You know, for other employees, there's a benefits package oftentimes at play. There are pension contributions, uh, you know, car allowances, bonuses. All of those components, when we're calculating severance, need to be factored uh, in, Richard. And that could make a world of a difference. I mean, to to the point about your daughter, you know, that can bump up her weekly pay in a pretty significant uh, way. you, you mentioned, uh, how old is, is your daughter, Richard? Uh,
4: 29.
2: She's 29, and how long had she been with this uh, hair salon? Four years. Four years. Um, okay, so, you know, uh, regardless of the fact that it's a small shop, as I think you mentioned, if she's 29 with four years uh, of service uh, as a hairstylist, She's going to be looking at probably something like four or five months as a, as a severance uh, package. And again, it's going to include all components of uh, her compensation. So, you know, whatever she's been offered, it's probably not her full entitlements and it's probably been miscalculated. So certainly something she, she should keep in mind. I'd encourage her to give us a call and let's have a chat off air and, uh, you know, deal with her employer, big or small. Uh, ultimately, employees severance entitlements have to be respected.
4: Yeah, they're trying, to refer, they're trying to refer in their separation to uh, a policy book that they have, and they're paying her based on their policy. But my daughter never, ever heard anything about this policy, nor was it ever shared with the employees.
2: Yeah, fair enough. And as I was mentioning at the top of the show, employers will try and reference a contract or reference a policy. Uh, again, almost always, Richard, it's a non-issue, and I imagine in your daughter's case it's not an issue either. She needs to have a chat with an employment lawyer, obviously, again. Encourage her to give us a call, and we'd be happy to point her in the right direction.
1: Richard, appreciate the call. Going to move on to uh, Jared. Jared, we got a minute or so before we got a break, but uh, what's your question, pal?
3: Great. Quick question here. Um, what does an employee have to do if they've been referred by their family care doctor to take some time away from work, deal with depression and anxiety that's impacting their uh, mm-hmm. their life and their, their work uh, environment? What's the steps that someone
4: has to take to properly do this?
2: Yeah, thanks for your question, uh, Jared. It's an important one because there's lots of people out there dealing with medical leaves of absence and especially kind of mental health issues and workplace stress leaves. Uh, It's a really timely question. It's actually quite simple, Uh, Jared. You need a doctor's note. You need something from your doctor uh, authorizing you to take a certain amount of time off. That note doesn't need to say why. It doesn't need to tell uh, the employer what the diagnosis is. It simply yeah. has to authorize you to take a certain amount of time off. You provide that to your employer, and off you go. You're on a medical leave of absence. It's really as simple as that.
1: Jared, appreciate the call. I'm going to take a short break. Joe, I see you there. Stand by, and you as well. Hunter will continue. Lots more. Employment and and Law Show is on the way.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome
1: back to the Employment Law Show. All right, back at it, 646 Monday night. Reminder, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, catching employment law show now here. On this uh, radio station from 6.30 to 7 o'clock. How about that? You'll want to call in. We've got lots of time. Bring the calls and we'll answer all of your questions. Joe, as mentioned, thanks for hanging on for a moment. How are you? What's your question? Hey,
3: great. How are you guys doing
1: today? Beauty. Loving it. What uh, What can we do for uh, you?
3: Okay, quick question. Okay, my mo- my wife had uh, um, a guy, her boss was taking pictures of her. He was uh, charged and convicted of a crime and the company kept him around for over a year and didn't let my wife know that he was still employed with the company. Now, my wife found out that he was still working on some projects uh, with the company. Um, I'm just wondering what her legal uh, process would be um, because she's had some anxiety about work and all this type of stuff
2: yeah that's unfortunate to hear uh joe i'm sorry uh that's a tough thing for your wife to go through are they uh are they working at all together or is her boss working in a different location or completely different
3: uh Uh, department so what happened i guess they kind of kept him at home uh from Mm -hmm. working at home through all this stuff and uh but uh yeah, that's she, they kind of kept him out of the office and but they led her to believe that they got rid of him.
2: got it, yeah, that's an interesting situation, Joe so in a situation as serious as that, so where this uh you know this boss was alleged to be taking pictures of her or stalking her or uh you know obviously interfering uh with her personal freedoms, that may very well be what's called a constructive dismissal, Joe, so your wife may very well have or would have had the right to kind of treat her employment as terminated, leave, but obtain a severance uh, a package. Uh, now, I don't know how long ago that happened and what the situation is right now. Certainly, we should be having a chat off air about the details of the situation. We don't yeah, want to get absolutely. into it live on the air uh, here. At the very least, uh, Joe, if this is causing your wife anxiety uh, in the workplace, well, you should speak to her doctor about it.
4: Situation is right now, certainly you
2: and sorry, there's just some reverb, Joe. If you could turn down your radio for for a sec, uh, your wife should speak to her doctor about it, and her doctor should or make some recommendations to her employer about not interacting with this person at all, not communicating with this person uh, at all. This person should be uh, shouldn't be around your wife in any manner whatsoever. Uh, ever. Just to give her give her a little bit of a safe space in the workplace. My recommendation would be that that should come. Uh, from her doctor that's if your wife potentially wants to keep the job joe there may be a claim for constructive dismissal here again let's have a chat off air we can figure out exactly what's what uh, and and get your wife either the security in her job that she needs or potentially get her out of there with a severance package
3: okay yeah because she, actually she, she's, she's been employed she loves her employment but uh it has caused her some uh, anxiety in the last little bit, especially when she found out that it was still employed with the company.
2: Absolutely, and it's understandable, right? I mean, I, I think we would all feel the same way, and that's why I think your wife has a couple of options here. If she wants to continue working for the company, then it's a question of making sure she feels as protected as possible uh, and as safe as possible. That has to be priority number one in a case like that, and there are ways to do it, Joe. There are ways to do it, so let's have a chat off there.
1: Joe appreciate the time brother uh, take care and thank you very much for uh, for taking the time to call us here tonight uh, you want to reach out afterwards to Alex and his team here is uh, how you do it 1855 help at employmentlawyer.ca. But lots of time still. COVID-19, workplace red flags because this continues to be an issue. In fact, it's ramping up again. We're hearing more about this as it's starting to spread and ramp back up. So this stuff is still very important information, Uh, Alex. Let's get to the first one for tonight. Uh, COVID red flags, workplace red flags right here. Your employer brought you back from a temporary layoff and your position. Oh, it's been changed.
2: Yeah, temporary layoffs, John, surprisingly, are still an issue we're dealing with uh, lots. And what I mean by that is we're still seeing employers lay off employees because of COVID, even in 2020, Uh, John, which I guess, I mean, to me is surprising. But I guess employers are still dealing with the consequences of of COVID-19 and the impact that's had on the economy. Uh, And so a couple of points need to be made here. Number one, as an employee, don't assume that a temporary layoff is legal we've been preaching this from the rooftops for two years now and even before that since the beginning of the show a temporary layoff is not a right that an employer has inherently an employee has to agree to the temporary layoff in order for it to be legal in order for it to be enforceable and you actually shouldn't be agreeing to a temporary layoff in probably 9.9 out of 10 cases as an employee it's better to treat the temporary layoff as a termination, get your sever entitle, entitlements and get moving on. So that's point number one, John. If you've been temporarily laid off, don't think that your employer can just do that by right. Uh, give us a call and we can determine whether the temporary layoff is actually going to work for you. Odds are you should be treating, treating it as a termination. Second point, uh, John, if you're coming, if you let's say you accepted a temporary layoff or let's say you're a seasonal employee, Right. You get laid off every winter and you're called back to work every spring. Lo and behold, you come back to work uh, in April as a seasonal employee. And guess what? You used to be a supervisor and now you're going to be, you know, just the laborer. Yeah. That's a constructive dismissal. That's a problem. An employer is not allowed, John, to change your position without your consent. Uh, that's what we call a constructive dismissal. It's basically a termination. So if your boss is you're changing your position, that should be a huge red flag whether it's related to COVID or not, uh, you should be respectfully refusing that change, telling your employer that you want to keep the same position that you left when you were first uh, laid off. And if your boss gives you a hard time on that position, give us a call.
1: We've got a few minutes and so we'll continue with our COVID-19 workplace red flags as well. Next one is this, your employer is not letting you into work because you're not vaccinated. Wow, how about that?
2: Yeah, another uh, hot-button topic, uh, John. Vaccination in, in the workplace, we've been dealing with this over the past you know, six to eight months, uh, more or less, with all of the restrictions now loosened, with the mask mandate gone, and with the vaccine passports in almost every single industry gone, I think, except for hospitals. Uh, an employer that has a very, very strict vaccination policy that says you cannot work if you are not vaccinated is probably running afoul of employment laws. John, You, if you are being placed on unpaid leave or if your employment is being terminated because you're not vaccinated, you are going to be owed severance. We can't necessarily stop employers from doing this kind of stuff, John, right? Just to be clear, I mean, if an employer wants to introduce a vaccination policy, you know what? It can, so be it. But if they're going to let employees go or if they're going to send employees home because of that policy, they're going to owe those employees severance. There's no question about it at this point in time uh unfortunately some employers have tried to let employees go for cause and not pay them any severance and that is a problem again another huge flag vaccination in the workplace
1: sticky issue grab another call carl's been standing by hi carl how are you hey i'm not bad thanks how are you good what's uh, what's on your mind
3: yeah so i'm an employer um, i've had this employee for about two years and uh yeah, he's just um, you know not showing up and giving a, a bunch of excuses why, and uh, you know this, that, and the other. Uh, I'm wondering if I terminate him, uh, do I have to owe him anything in terms of severance, a package, or anything?
2: Yeah, good question, Carl. Have you been uh, warning this employee? Have you been issuing discipline, uh, and is that discipline documented?
1: No, we're no haven't.
2: Yeah, so that's problem number one. And, and if this is kind of a pattern of behavior by this employee, what you want to do is institute a progressive disciplinary policy. And I don't mean an actual policy, but what you want to be doing in practice is uh, issuing him a written warning the next time he does something wrong. And then when he does something else wrong, perhaps a second warning, and then leading up to maybe something like a suspension, and then a final warning. If you terminate him right now, Carl and there are no, there's nothing on his record uh, in the form of warnings, and really you've got nothing else except for your word against his about past performance, you may still owe this employee severance, and the severance is going to depend on his age, position, and years of service. It might be a significant amount of money. So you can either bite the bullet right now, Carl, and pay him something to go away, or right if this employee is as bad as you're making him out to be, institute that discipline make it progressive over even if it's a short period of time and it will reach the point at some point soon after i would say the third or fourth warning where you'll be able to terminate him for cause without severance it's going to be one or the other carl you're going to have to pick your poison in that respect
1: carl we're going to let you go move on the last minute and a half here to uh susan hi susan how are you hi how are you great what's uh what's on your mind my
3: son has three years into a restaurant business okay and
1: yeah go ahead susan we only got about a minute
3: oh, okay and he has
1: and he Okay, we're having a little bit of a communication issue with Susan, but uh, but there you go. Susan. you want to reach out uh, later to, uh, to Alex after the show, you can do that. I'll give you the number before we, uh, we close off here. But I want to get one more of these done for the day. Brother, that would be a COVID-19 workplace red flags. A, uh, an important one, and one, people still talking about your employers not following COVID-19 health and safety measures.
2: Yeah, that's right. I wanted to mention this one, John, only because, listen, despite, again, all of the mandates being lifted and the and the masks coming off, keep in mind as employees that you still have a right to health and safety in the workplace. Your employer still has to be acting reasonable when it comes to health and safety. And that means, you know, keeping workplaces clean, potentially, you know, still, you know, practicing physical distancing where it's uh, yeah. possible. Don't let those kinds of things slip as an employee. You still have that right uh, in the workplace to health and safety.
1: And that is it for Monday. We're back here tomorrow at 6.30. Join us then. In the meantime, 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. We'll catch you tomorrow night the Employment Law Show.
0: The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.